What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Weekly Scoop. Happy Wednesday. Uh, sorry for the late episode. Been a crazy week, um, but thank you for your patience. Um, that being said, you know, I want to talk about some sanctions and, and regulations going on in the crypto world with Brazil and Canada and Russia and stuff. And some of it is wrong. Actually, most of it is wrong. Um, you know, the purpose of it was to be decentralized. And now we're moving towards centralization. So it's up to the people to make a decision for themselves. And, you know, it's it's it, it should be up to us. It shouldn't be up to a government entity. Like, I think that's bullshit. But that being said, uh, I'm also going to talk about some tips and tricks on how to get into some crypto stuff like on your own entrepreneurially. And first, we got to talk about our partner, VinoVest. Uh, fine wine has long been a cornerstone of wealth generation and preservation. So the problem, historically, it's been reserved for the ultra wealthy. VinoVest is changing the game. So if you know me, you know I'm always looking for the next big player and the next great thing, uh, the next best thing. It's it's a toxic trait of mine sometimes, but uh, I think it's wonderful, actually. So I was amazed how easy it was to get started in diversifying my investment portfolio with VinoVest. So wine has one-third the volatility of the stock market, and it has outperformed the global equities market over the past 30 years. And it has 10.6% annualized returns. That's beating inflation right now, in case you didn't know. Because inflation is like 7%, 7.5%. So you're still beating inflation with this, which is great. Uh, so proving that the return can be as robust as your favorite red. I'm a Pinot Noir guy. I hope you enjoy red wine. If you don't, get into it. You won't regret it. So the solution here is that VinoVest makes it easy to acquire new investments equipped with a team of world-class individuals who evaluate wine and determine which ones will gain value over time. You own the wines in your portfolio outright. You can buy, sell, and even drink them whenever you want. So go to, the link is going to be in the show notes, but uh, go to unique. Go to the link zen.ai slash the weekly scoop and you'll receive two months of fee-free investing. Be sure to mention that the Weekly Scoop is helping you save on two months of management fees. It's time to start investing with VinoVest today. All right, guys, let's get after it. And welcome, everyone. Okay, so for those of you that don't know what's going on, the Canada truckers are fighting back against the government and they're like forming blockades and they're doing like this whole rally all across the nation. It's going to, it's happening in the United States as well, where, um, you know, truckers that weren't vaccinated were getting fired from their jobs pretty much. And we're asked to like, we're getting their accounts frozen for like gas and stuff like that. So, um, because of Trudeau's, you know, restrictions and vaccine mandates. <clears throat> so truckers are like, screw that. I'm doing what I want to do. And I respect it, to be honest with you. I think vaccine mandates um, are against freedoms. And I'm, I don't really care, you know, what, who censors me. I've been censored by YouTube. I've been censored by Instagram. I've been censored by a lot of people. 
and I could care less. Um, I think vaccine mandates are wrong and they're unlawful. And the U.S. and the Supreme Court proved that. So anyway, stepping away from that. So people were funding the Canadian truckers with Bitcoin through a website called, I think it was Tally. So it's kind of like a crowdfunding platform uh, for Bitcoin because the, they shut down the GoFundMe account in Canada. So now they had to like resort to using cryptocurrencies, which was sad in the first place. But it was great to see that unity and it was great to see people um, backing up these these truckers because um, I'm sure it's a very stressful situation if you are a trucker. And we need truckers. Like we need truckers really badly because truckers carry all our products that we need on our store shelves. So if you want to mandate them and they're fighting back, you're not going to have stuff on your shelves in grocery stores in the next month. Hell, even like in the next week, you know, it's like I've actually had to stock up extra in advance with chicken and proteins and other things, because guess what? When it's out, it's out. Not much shit is going to be coming back because of these types of issues that we're seeing right here. So the Bitcoin was helping fuel truckers and giving them money for gas, giving them money for, you know, food, you know, and, and just having, you know, being able to survive while doing their job, pretty much like giving them the bare necessities to, you know, survive while getting work done and, and helping, you know, the greater good, the community. Um, but Canada decided to step in and start having regulations and restrictions. So let me get, let me pull up an article real quick. So Canada, um, so they froze Frozen Bitcoin tied to Canadian protests lands at CoinbaseCrypto.com. So this is from Coindesk. This is a reporting site for cryptocurrency. So the situation shows the limitations of a government's ability to thwart transactions on decentralized systems, but also the limitations of the systems to circumvent such sanctions. Excuse me. So cryptocurrency tied to the Canadian truckers protesting COVID-19 restrictions has been on the move in defiance of the authorities orders to freeze funds blockchain analysis shows nearly all of the roughly 20 bitcoin about so that's about eight hundred thousand dollars us at current exchange current exchange rates sent to the tallycoin fundraiser is gone from that address with only 0.11 bitcoin left according to blockchain.com data most of the 30 bitcoin wallets identified by the royal canadian mounted police so the RCMP as being attached to the fundraising have been largely drained as well. So with only six Bitcoin between them on chain data shows. So whether the recipients will be able to use the funds to buy goods or services remains to be seen. However, a CoinDesk review of a public ledger shows that four small portions of the roughly 20 Bitcoin raised about 0.14 Bitcoin each ended up at two centralized exchanges, Coinbase and Crypto.com. It is not clear whether the funds were cashed out for fiat or frozen at those platforms. 
So the situation highlights the limitations of a government's ability to thwart transactions through decentralized censorship re- resistant systems, but also the limitation of those systems to circumvent such sanctions. So authorities cannot veto transactions on Bitcoin or similar networks. They have leverage over regulated companies that serve as the on and off ramps to those networks. So basically the government is trying to control Coinbase and Crypto.com. So backing up, in recent weeks, thousands of Canadians took to the streets in major cities to protest vaccine mandates. So like that's what you have to understand is it's crossing into borders into the United States and it's going to bring economic disruption. So there's going to be losses from companies. There's going to be low stock shelves, which means prices are going to even go up even more. Um, it's utter chaos out, out there right now, unfortunately. And so February 14th, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoked the Emergencies Act for the first time since it was enacted in 1988. Part of the act gives the government and banks the authority to freeze financial assets and accounts linked to protesters without a court order or judicial review process. Oh, boy. Um, They're coordinating arrests. As of February 22nd, 191 people have been arrested and 107 people have been charged with obstructing police, disobeying court order, assault, mischief, possessing a weapon, and assaulting a police officer. That's according to CNN. So, this is a huge, huge red flag, red alert, sound the alarm for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Because now the centralized systems are going to have to report to governments and they're going to be tracked and they're going to be doing what the government has always wanted to do and what us true Web3 decentralized people like myself were afraid of. And it's coming to fruition because people pretty much don't want to nut up and do the right thing and that's step up for freedom and it's easy to say that here but that's my issue always with the central banks the central banks can freeze you and the government can freeze your assets they've always been able to do that but you can't do that with cryptocurrency you can't do that with blockchain technologies At least you weren't supposed to. And now Trudeau is doing that. He's freezing assets and he's getting banks to freeze money and he's getting centralized currency to freeze money because they have to abide by country restrictions and rules. Because Trudeau doesn't want his people to have power. He wants to have power. So, my word of advice is to, I guess, get cash, you know, and stack up some cash and 
stack up some decentralized funds, you know, get a DeFi wallet, get a hardware wallet, you know, get a ledger wallet and, and put some some coins on there. I will be pulling most of my financials out of crypto.com and I've already pulled out from Coinbase, but I'm going to pull from crypto.com because this is not right. And the government is going to do what they want. They're going to do what they can to control us. So now, every man for himself, every person for themselves. So you got to protect yourself. Um, it's a scary, scary time we live in. And here's another one. So Brazilian Senate Committee approves bill regulating crypto transactions. Senator Flavio Arns has has to be voted on by the Senate. Uh, and then if it's approved, it goes to the Brazilian Chamber of Deputies. Let's see, just reading an article. So it creates the label virtual service providers for crypto companies which will be subject to criminal liability for violations against the Brazilian financial system. Arns's bill keeps the Brazilian Securities and Exchange Commission from supervising the Brazilian crypto ecosystem, except for initial coin offerings, and allows the Brazilian executive branch to choose a supervisor. So basically, the government gets to choose who runs this branch. In the bill, Arns also proposes joint overview of crypto between the Brazilian Central Bank and the Tax Collection Collection Agency. Uh, it looks like Receita Federal. So if the bill is approved, the executive branch will provide crypto companies with authorization to operate. In addition, crypto firms will have to notify the Brazilian Financial Activities Control Council of Transactions Suspected of Money Laundering. The bill also specifies a new crime carried out with virtual assets punishable by a penalty of between four and eight years in prison and cash fine. So I, I, I get that. Like if there's like fraud and money laundering, I, I understand that. But... Until 2029... The bill exempts from taxation purchases of machinery and software for processing, converting, and mining cryptocurrencies by companies that neutralizes 100% of emissions. That actually doesn't sound... Let's see. Exempts from taxation. So I guess if you use a miner, you get a tax write-off. That actually sounds better. So, so I wanted to give you a contrast of good and bad here. So what Canada is doing is terrible. So what Canada is doing is forcing people into lockdown, forcing people into financial freezing, forcing people into mandates, forcing people to be controlled without a freedom of choice. And it's affecting our economy. And then you have 
Brazil, who's trying to protect people from fraud and money laundering and those such things. So there's there's good and bad to this. You know, I think the government, I, everyone knows my take. I think governments are evil and they just try to try to pretty much enslave people into one way of thinking. Um, I do think there are some good people in government that want to protect the people and help people. Um, and I think some of Brazil's um, measures that they're taking are good. Uh, I just, I just hope it's not trying to make lives a living hell for people. So take it with what you will. I just, I want to let you guys know the news and I want to let you guys know that you should think for yourself and you should be a free thinker. Um, so yeah, but first, uh, before I get into like tips and tricks on getting into crypto, um, I have a sponsor, Newsly, uh, Newsly app. So basically they take articles and they speak to you in a human voice. They also have thousands and thousands of articles and podcasts, which the weekly scoop is on, uh, where you really appreciate the partnership. So if you use code scoop SC00P, I'll put the link in my um, episode description, but just go to newsly.me and type in code SC00P and you'll get one month premium free of Newsly. So that is our mid mid sponsor or uh, mid roll sponsor. Uh, but let's get back to getting into crypto and, and where to start. So uh, so much talking. So, um, you know, there's quite a few ways you can get into crypto as an entrepreneur. So kind of the way you can you can go about it is you can create content. You know, you can you can create content and you can be a voice. So I use TikTok. TikTok is great because TikTok is super organic and is a great way to go viral very quickly. I already have like 1200 followers in the course of like a month and a half. So I've already hit a big following for a stretch of a month and a half. Uh, I'm really hoping to hit 10,000 followers at some point. Um, but, you know, hopefully it drives people to the podcast and it drives people to, um, you know, some of my like affiliate stuff and just teaching people cryptocurrency. That's just, that's what I'm here for. Um, so like create a TikTok account, start just diving in deep to all of the shit that you can think of with crypto. So staking, pooling, yield farming, um, dApps, nodes, smart contracts, DAOs, um, NFTs, centralized platforms, decentralized platforms. So like DeFi, DEX, like I just, I need you to dive in. Uh, and just look at everything uh, involved with blockchain. Internet of Things. Learn Internet of Things. Because that's even just a technology term that you don't really understand. But there are so many things that revolve around uh, Internet of Things. So look into that too. Um, and then I want you to make content. Also make a YouTube maybe. Um, I don't really like YouTube as much. I don't really get many views. And... They also tried to censor me every time I mention vaccine. So it's 
pretty stupid, but if you can find maybe Twitch or YouTube as a source, do some video streaming, whether you're doing like a podcast or whatever, but be a voice. So like, if you want to be a voice, create content, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, just be a voice, just start making shit, make shit every day, do TikTok at least for 30 minutes, do maybe YouTube once a week. I do this podcast once a week. I'm even going to start doing it twice a week. I will do a meditation on Friday. I promise you. I will hold myself accountable. I will do it. Um, so I'll, I'll, you know, creating content. Like I'm trying to do spiritual freedom and financial freedom. So crypto and like meditation practicing. So like that is where I go. That's my content creation purpose. You could be different. You could be developers. You could be marketers you could be salespeople. you could be uh, hell anything you know if you want to make nfts related to like a book you're writing or make nfts for music um do it you know make something um another thing you can do is you can develop um these blockchain systems, whether it's like you make their website, you make their white papers, you make their code, you make their tokens, you make their NFTs. Like if you're a coding person, develop something. They need those people right now. They need engineers. They need front end developers. They need back end developers. They need it all guys. So just dive on in, just do it. You know, you won't regret it. Like it's, it's a huge need. So you can be a content creator, um, you can be a developer, or you can be, I would say like, um, just trying to think of stuff in my head, you know, you can run dApps, or you could be like a community person where you run people's discords, their telegrams, um, basically running people's social medias, but like you're freelancing. So like you do you work on their stuff like 10 hours a week and you charge a rate per hour or per project you charge that you charge per project. Excuse me. Um, yeah. So just like dive into some form of it. Um, you can get into staking or pooling. So you put your money into a system and like it gives you back like an APY or an APR um, and your money just sits there and it just keeps growing and it's just in a pool, it's in a DAO. So like other people do get money, but like it always keeps circulating back to you. Basically like when you stake, it's like you're expecting something to possibly lose or like people to take out, but like it doesn't happen, I guess. Um, let me, let me give you the better definition of crypto staking because I feel like I'm not wording this correctly. So crypto staking is the process of locking up crypto holdings in order to obtain rewards or earn interest. So it's like validating the transactions on the blockchain. Um, so like, so you don't have really competition as the creator. Uh, it's chosen by an al algorithm based on your stake. And then like, the amount of money you put in is the percent you get back. So you, like if you get 64% <clears throat> APY, that means like you'll get 
like a small amount of percentage back every day but like that's still like you know if you put in like a grand or whatever you'll get like a decent amount of money back uh like these DAOs that have like eighty thousand percent apy like if you put in enough money you'll get like five dollars a day just having your money sit there um but the person that creates like the block in this blockchain they take like a fee so you always have to think about the fees so that's like staking in a sense um you can create nfts if you're an artist you can create nfts and uh whether it's like music uh make like you know audio files and make them nice and then make like a little album if you want and upload it as an nft and upload like a thousand of them and see how many people buy how many people buy it and then if you put it on a network with like limited fees you can only you could put up the whole album for like a few dollars and then if you have like a thousand for five bucks you make five thousand dollars off one launch which it's not life-changing money but it could be stuff you could reinvest in for other projects you know so just keep an open mind with that um you still get more money than you would on spotify pretty much um then you can also make you know a digital art concept with nfts uh and and just run with that or you can flip nfts where you buy nfts that are starting to get popular for cheap and then like when they're at the peak popularity you sell it people do that too it's like flipping a house or you know whatever i know it's not flipping a house because a house is a in real life asset but you get the point um trying to think what else can you do with with crypto i feel like there is a lot you could do mostly developing content creation nft flipping nft creation staking you know i think those are solid ways to make money i'm not saying it's passive but it is a way to make money and that's just something you should should think of and if you start learning about crypto and you're good at it be a coach you know if if I had more knowledge, I'd be a coach. You know, you, you charge people like just a monthly fee. You meet with them like once a week and give them advice and have them check in on, have you check in on them every day and then make sure that they're like successfully running a project or something. And boom, you're a coach. Just make consistent income and you have your own business. And you can charge whatever you want, usually, as long as it's, you know, somewhat reasonable. I think usually people charge like $1,000 a month to be, you know, some sort of coach nowadays. And there's not much certification with it. But if we've proven anything as a society, it's like school isn't really a certification anymore. It doesn't really prove you know more than anyone else. It just proves you wasted money. <laughs> I wasted money on college, so it's fine. Um that being said, that's that's all I really got for you guys. Um, tune in to next week. Uh, tune in to Friday. I will have a meditation uh, show coming out on Friday, and I'll make sure I have something good for you guys. But have a great rest of your week. Don't be a slave. Be your own person. Be a free thinker. And always continue to win the life. Thanks, y'all.